Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Embodied Coach Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jen Chrisman, and I'm so excited to be here with you today recording this episode. We are going to be talking about the three areas that every coach needs to master in order to become successful. Now, before we get into those three areas, there are two uh, caveats or explanations that I think we need to go into about what I just said. The first being the idea of mastering and the second being the definition of success. So let's talk for a second about what I actually mean when I say mastering these areas, because I think it's easy in our culture to to think that, you know, to assume or to project or to internalize the message of mastery as a a message of perfection and that I have to be perfect. And that I, I I can't falter or I can't uh, struggle or uh, stumble or any of the very human experiences that come with walking a path of growth and expansion and putting yourself out there and, and all of the things. And so I want to be very clear when I'm talking about mastering these areas. I don't mean being perfect in these areas. And I definitely don't mean having all of the answers that what we're striving towards with mastery is, is not so much about perfect outcomes, but more about the internal commitment, the internal process of your continued growth and devotion and commitment to working, refining, expanding, growing into, um, you know, all of the aspects of, of these particular areas that, you know, oftentimes we, we tend to get a little bit tunnel visioned and we think, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to go all in on this one area. Um, but really we have to be willing to, to commit and devote ourselves to all of the areas. So, so when we, as we go through this process and we're talking about mastering, you know, keeping this in mind that we're not talking about being perfect in, we are talking about committing to our growth. And then I also would like to speak to success. And we're talking about the three areas that we need to master in order to be successful as a coach. And I want to be to be very clear about my personal intention when I use this word is that success is a hundred percent subjective. And success means whatever you choose it to mean for yourself. There is no one right way to do this, to do this work, to build a coaching business, to be successful as a coach. And it's important 
as you as you move through your journey of becoming a coach, uh, deepening into yourself as a coach, uh, growing and expanding as a coach, that you are clear within yourself about what success actually means to you. Because there's a lot of noise. There are a lot of people who are a lot of coaches who are going to tell you uh, what you what you should want, what you should strive for. And that may or may not be in alignment for what your soul genuinely wants for yourself. And it's easy to get caught up in thinking that I should want this, or I should want that, or that this is the gold standard. And if I don't have this, then I'm not successful. And that's so not true. So really making sure and getting so clear within yourself that you know how you define success and that you give yourself that permission to allow success to be whatever feels right and true for you. Also knowing that you can fully change your mind at any time. You, you know, what, what you define as success today may or may not uphold and still feel successful for you next year. Um, you know, so, so understanding that as we go through this, we're talking about these three areas before we even get into that, taking the moment, the opportunity to stop and find some clarity within yourself about what is it that I'm really choosing to create? What is it that I really desire for myself as a coach? Do I desire six figures, 10K months, seven figures? Do I desire 20 uh, one-on-one clients? Or would success mean three clients, right? Especially when you're starting out, what if we celebrated getting your first client as success? So all of that to say, success is subjective define it in the way that feels right and feels true for you. And with that, let's get into and talk about what these three areas are that we each need to master within ourselves in order for us to be successful as defined by ourselves. So first off, the first area is yourself. You. You are the greatest tool you will ever have as a coach. You can learn all of the lessons. You can take all of the courses. But if you're not committed to doing your own work and becoming a leader within yourself, a a self led coach. It doesn't matter how much you know, because people, clients don't hire you because of what you know. They hire you because of who you are. And so, you know, and there's so many different pieces of this. Also, 
I think you you can't ask someone to do something, to go somewhere, to be something that you aren't willing or haven't already done, gone to become within yourself. When I was in grad school, I was shocked, actually. I like really genuinely shocked to learn that there were people in the program, you know, investing hundreds of thousands of dollars in this education and how many years of our lives between the school and the internships and uh, licensing, all of the things. And they'd never been to therapy before. My mind was blown. I I could not even imagine um, investing in and doing something that, like, like choosing to become a leader in something that I hadn't even experienced before. And I think the same is true for coaching. That as a coach, you know, and and I want to be clear too that this isn't you know, there's also some really like toxic messages in the coaching world about like, you have to invest and you, you know, you have to spend this money and people won't spend money with you if you don't spend money first. And that's actually not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the investment and the commitment and the experience of your own transformation, of knowing who you are, of knowing what you stand for, of walking through the fires of your own soul to emerge on the other side, embodied and confident in who you are and what you have to offer the world, right? Because you, again, you are the greatest tool that you will ever have in a coaching session. And in order to use that tool effectively, it must be sharpened. You have to be committed to doing your own inner work. You have to be committed and willing to go first to walk through those flames and come out on the other side and be able to lovingly and knowingly from an embodied place guide other people who are walking through their own flames. Your life needs to be a reflection of the work that you're doing. That doesn't mean that your life needs to be perfect. That doesn't need mean that your life has to, you know, that you have to be making a certain amount of money or, um, you know, making it look good for, for social media. But your commitment to your own growth needs to be a top priority. Again, because you cannot lead someone somewhere that you haven't been. You need to discover who you really are and allow yourself to stand confidently in your truth. This is, again, this is what people will feel. Clients are not going to hire you because of what you know. Clients are going to hire you because of 
who you are. And who you are is going to be a reflection of your commitment to your own personal expansion, your own healing, your own willingness to go within yourself, to find and to align and to stand confidently in who you are, what you believe in, what you've discovered, your unique perspective, right? It's also tuning in and listening to your intuition, your inner guidance, right? You can put 10 coaches in a room, and this is the beauty and the power of um, you know, masterminds and consultations with, with other coaches, is you can put 10 coaches in a room and put a client in the center, and the client shares what they're going through and what's happening, and you're going to get 10 different perspectives, you know, depending on each person, each coach, they're going to pick up on different things. They're going to hear different things. They're going to respond in different ways, right? Coaching isn't actually a one size fits all. It's highly, highly influenced by each coach's own intuitive nature, right? The way that they listen, what they're picking up on, the filters in their own mind, their projections, their biases, their beliefs, their values, all of that is affecting and influencing the work that they're doing. And therefore, as a coach working with someone else, you have a huge responsibility Right? This isn't something to be taken lightly. Working with another human and walking this path with them is, I think, the biggest responsibility that we can do as, as careers, as you know, for a living. Right? We have this in relationships of all kinds, or parenting and partnerships, like to be in relationship with another person is such a big responsibility and we owe it not only to our clients, but to, to everyone we're in relationship with that we're continually cleaning ourselves up. We're continually doing our own work. We're refining, we're aligning. We are deepening into our clarity so that we are not out there, you know, projecting or putting our leading from our woundedness. This is a big uh, shadow side of the coaching industry right now, right? Making sure that, and again, this doesn't mean that we have to be perfect because we're not going to be perfect. We are not going to be perfect. Anytime you are in relationship with another person, you are going to mess up. You're going to misstep. You're probably going to cause harm in some way, not because you're bad, not because you're wrong, but because we're humans. This is what we do. And as coaches, I believe we have an ethical obligation to know how to 
be the bigger person for lack of a better word, but to be the one who can show up when it gets hard, to be the one who can, who's committed to learning and growing and doing better. This doesn't happen in, in, you know, the quote unquote real world all of the time. And this is part of why coaching can be so healing. I did a podcast episode a little while back about how the relationship is what heals, right? To be in relationship with someone who's doing the work, who's healing themselves so they can show up better for other people. To be in a relationship with someone who knows how to take responsibility and accountability and to say, I'm sorry, and to lead from a place of love and integrity rather than wounding, it, it, like this is the magic of coaching and this is required as a coach, uh, you know, I'll say this, there are a lot of coaches who are not doing this. Right, you don't have to do it. If I'm being honest, right, you don't have to. You you never have to uh, look at yourself or um, commit, you know, devote to your healing and your expansion, and you can build, you know, an incredibly successful business. I think there are a lot of people out there doing that, but if you want to practice with integrity. If you want to practice with an ethical consideration of humanity and the tenderness and the responsibility, if you want to be a coach who leads with service, then you need to be willing to master yourself. And again, I'm going to say it even though I'm a broken record. Mastering, mastering yourself doesn't mean that you're perfect. It doesn't mean that you don't make mistakes, right? It, it's about becoming aware of and willing to continually go inward to refine, to align, and to move through this world with integrity as you are embodied in the truth of who you really are and you allow yourself to stand confidently in that truth. Now, the second area that we need to master if we want to be successful as a coach is you have to master your craft. So coaching is an art and you are the artist, right? There's, like I said, there's no one right way to coach. There is no one uh, universal intervention or modality that is the key to, to everyone, right? This is an art, and you are the artist. And there are tools, there are techniques, and there are 
are methodologies that you can learn that will support your client's transformation, right? It's like as the, as an artist, right? An artist can choose a number of modalities and ways to express their, their craft. You know, it could be, um, oil painting or video production or pottery or, you know, for the, the toddler finger painting, right? There's no end to the different ways that an artist can express themselves. As a coach, the same is true. And like any good artist, if you want to if you want to be good at what you do, you have to master your craft, right? If you want to be successful as a coach, you have to be able to help people. You have to understand uh, how people change. It's important, I think, you know, I'm, I'm biased in this area, but I do believe that this is an area that actually does require investment, investment in your training. I think if you are a coach and you are only practicing off of your own life experiences and you don't have any sort of training under your belt or commitment to becoming an expert in a particular area, I think that this is a highly unethical way of working. And again, I don't think that there's any one right way or right tool and everybody has to, you know, take this class or do this course. But again, this is part of knowing yourself is developing a, an understanding of the modalities that align best with you and how you think and your conceptualization of people and change and transformation and what is helpful and then going out and committing yourself to mastering your technique in that area and i've talked about this before too you know again i'm i'm really honest here i'm, I'm i want to be so transparent I'm incredibly biased in this particular area, right? I have a higher education, a formal degree, a doctorate in clinical psychology. I devoted almost two decades of my life to developing in my profession and committing to understanding and really enhancing my knowledge of people and human psychology, behavior change, existentialism, all of these things that went into, you know, becoming the coach that I am today. This is a high value for me personally as a human being. And while I don't 
think that formal education is required. I, I really don't. I don't think you have to go back to school and get a degree. And I do not think that a degree is what makes you a good coach. I want to be so clear about that. But I do believe that commitment to your professional development in the way of training, in the way of mentorship, getting feedback on the work that you're doing. I spent three, four years of my life being supervised, recording my sessions with clients only to have a supervisor listen to it and give me feedback on it. You know, and, and this is something that very few coaches ever experience. And yet I wouldn't be the coach I am today had I not grown through that process. Had I not been open to feedback and looking at the work that I was doing and expanding and hearing other people's perspectives and continuing for years, 10 years as a licensed clinical psychologist required uh, quite a bit of continuing education, right? So every year I was in trainings, I was taking classes, I was expanding my toolbox right? So as a coach, what does it mean to master your craft? It means building your toolbox and using that toolbox to enhance the natural gifts that you already bring to the coaching relationship. Remember, you are going to be the first tool and your best tool. And then your training, your education, your formal knowledge of how people, how and why people change and how you can best support them because you can be the greatest person in the entire world. But if people are not experiencing transformation by working with you, you're going to have a really hard time developing the confidence in yourself, developing your confidence and your belief in this work. And so you have to be willing to be a student in order to become a master. And then the third area, which is also so important. And I feel like people either only look at this area or they completely ignore this area. But if you want to be successful as a coach, you have to master your business. You have to look at yourself as the CEO and you have to look at coaching as the business that it actually is. And like I said, people either like they only look at this and they, uh, you know, it's, it's a, a tunnel vision. That's only about making money and growing a successful business, but we're like not doing the inner work on ourselves and we're not actually devoted to the craft, um, you know, really working to refine our, our, belief in the actual process of coaching. Um, 
Or, and this is what I see most often, because I tend to, uh, you know, draw people in who are kind of, you know, similar to me in terms of sensitivities, you're intuitive, you are probably a healer, you are, you know, you, you have a deep, genuine desire to help other people. And I think sometimes those of us who fall into this category can forget that we are also business owners. And in order to step into the role of CEO and master the business of coaching, this means we're going to have to learn how to market our coaching services and to do so in a way that is aligned for you. I think a, a, a big area where I see a lot of coaches struggle um, when you come from this more sensitive side is around your relationship with being seen. And creating a coaching business today, you know, it looks different than it did 10, 15 years ago. And it is possible to grow organically and to grow quietly with just word of mouth referrals. However, for most people growing a coaching business today, stepping out into the world as a coach today, it's probably fair to say that majority of your marketing is going to come from some sort of social media or online presence. And in order for that to happen, you have to heal your relationship with visibility and you have to be okay and willing to let other people know about the work that you are doing. Mastering the area of business also is going to mean healing your relationship with money. And with that, you know, we can take this many different paths, but healing our relationship with receiving money healing our relationship with charging for our services, right? We might have to learn how to manage our finances, right? We might have to learn how to uh, look at expenses and taxes and insurances and all of the details that come with being a business owner. If you are going to be a coach, that means you are going to charge people money in exchange for your coaching services, right? And to do that ethically, there are certain business practices that need like very concrete business practices that need to be set up, taxes that need to be paid, business accounts that need to be opened, Right? There's, there's the, um, you know, this piece of uh, as 
healers, as, you know, intuitive coaches, sensitive humans, it's, you know, the, the actual coaching itself can sometimes be the easiest part, right? It's just intuitive. It's who I am. It's what I'm doing. But it's the, the, the CEO details that can be really hard, right? Stepping into the role that I'm running a business. That's what this is, right? There are calendars, there are meetings scheduled, there are bills to be paid. And so learning how to become that CEO is so important. And again, learning how to, to market your practice, market your coaching business, so that you are consistently and regularly letting the world know that you exist and you're doing this work. Because people need and deserve to know. And so, and the mastery that we're asking for here, again, it all comes back to that first area, which is you, right? Mastery of your business is going to require mastery of yourself. Because if you build a business that isn't aligned with your values and who you are, that business isn't going to go anywhere or it might go somewhere and then it's going to crumble really quickly because it won't be in alignment. And anything that's not in alignment is going to, it's going to eventually fall away, right? So learning how can I show up in the world? How can I talk about, how can I share? How can I, how can I present myself and the work that I'm doing in a way that feels honest, in a way that feels truthful, in a way that feels aligned for me so that the people who need to hear it, hear it, and they find me. And I'm able to do this work that I love, that I believe in, and that I know I'm meant to be doing. If you are wanting to be successful as a coach, you need to focus on all three of these areas. Your own personal development is not enough. And a certification on its own isn't enough. And you can be the best coach in the world. But if you don't invest in your business, you won't experience the success you deserve. So I invite you to take a moment and really reflect, right? Your, your invitation with this episode is to, to sit with yourself and really look at yourself as a coach and where you're at in each of these three areas, right? You can make a little, um, like the wheel of life chart that we use as coaches, um, you know, do a wheel of life with these three areas. And if you're not familiar with what the wheel of life is, it's essentially, it's just a pie chart. Um, but you, it's a pie chart where you put the areas of your life and you rank them on a scale zero to 10, zero being just in the dumps and 10 being absolute perfection. Like my ideal, it's so clear. It's so right. Everything is working perfectly. On a scale of zero to 10, 
honestly, where am I at in each of these areas? And then once you've had that honest conversation with yourself, ask yourself, what do I need to do? Actually, before we ask what we need to do, go through and define for yourself what a 10 looks like for you in each of these areas, because that's really important. Clarity on like what, what the 10, what the definition, success, right, in each of these areas, what it means for you. And then ask yourself, what do I need to do to bridge the gap? between where I'm at right now and becoming a 10 in this area? What can I do? That's a really powerful question too. What am I willing to do? And I'll share with you, uh, you know, the reason why I created the Embodied Life Coaching Academy and the way that I did, there's a number of reasons. Um, You know, I created the Academy because I saw this gap in the coaching world and coming from the area that I came from as a psychologist, I, you know, I spent all of this time, all of this energy doing, you know, developing my craft and becoming the person that I was. And as I started stepping into the coaching industry, I was horrified to 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 put it lightly i i couldn't believe what i was seeing the amount of you know unethical practices the the amount you know i would see behaviors and and things that coaches were doing and i it was like i couldn't my mind was like i couldn't comprehend how were they doing this right coaches with like zero training zero training, engaging in like really unethical practices and, uh, and also charging insane amounts of money and making it. But I realized, you know, in watching this, it's like, wow, like we need to do better as coaches. We really need to do better. And, you know, I started the, the Academy as a way for Coaches who want to practice with integrity, who want to really understand what it means to be a coach and how to be a coach and to do so in a way where they find themselves on their journey. And and so I created this, this process to be, you know, to really make sure that all three of these areas are included in in the the training, if you will, right? That as you move through the coaching academy, you're getting certifications in life and transformation coaching. You're getting a certification in NLP. You're getting a certification in hypnosis, EFT, time techniques. And more than anything, you're getting a transformation in yourself. Every single aspect of this coaching academy uh, about the certification is about refining yourself as the coach and who you are becoming as a coach and the work that feels right for you. 
and experiencing your own transformation so that you can authentically, from an embodied place, know what it is that you're doing with other people. And then, of course, because it, you know, it wouldn't be right to, to offer a certification and not also offer business training. I made sure that you know each month there's business building workshops and we have professionals, you know, other guest speakers, experts coming in and doing trainings on all of the different areas of business development from actual, you know, business setup and you know taxes and finances to marketing to launching to um you know email it like every aspect of being a coach in business in today you know right now it's 2022 about to be 2023 like we're in there talking about it and you're being supported and so of course if you are feeling like you're ready to step fully into the coach that you know you're meant to be and if you're ready to master yourself your craft and your business i would love to invite you to join us inside of the embodied life coaching academy certification um as i'm recording this podcast we have just a few weeks left of 2022 and i will tell you that Come 2023, the uh, cost of tuition is going to be increasing. So if this does feel like something that you are being called to, I invite you to apply now to get that process going. Or, you know, if you have questions and you're wondering, is this the right program for me? Please reach out, send me a DM. I'm happy to answer any questions about it. I promise you, I am not going to sell you on it. That is not what I'm here to do. I will answer questions and I will answer them truthfully, as truthfully as I can, knowing obviously I'm biased. I'm so biased. I'm so in love with this program. And, you know, I've poured my heart and my soul into it. And when I tell you, I, I, I'm constantly asking, you know, how much more value can I give? What else can I offer without overwhelming? Um, to my students. And it's amazing. I'm watching students were about three months into this program right now. And, you know, one of the students has launched her podcast and I'm watching, you know, messages of like, have my first client today. And it just is, you know, it's beyond um, fulfilling to see that, that process unfold for, for others as they, step into themselves and really embody the confidence to go out into the world and to do work that matters. So I'll drop the links uh, for the application in the show notes. And again, if you have any questions, please reach out, send me a DM on Instagram. That's the best way to get in touch with me. It'll be me that responds to you. And again, I promise there won't be any, I'm not going to try and sell you on it. I will just honestly, um, as, as truthfully without being too, too biased, 
answer any questions that you have. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Embodied Coach Podcast. And I will look forward to talking to you so very soon. Bye. Thank you.